0: Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular sports nutritionist co-host, Aaron Sparrow.
1: All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel podcast show. So, I am bringing on. A repeat co-host, not just any repeat co-host. She actually hasn't been on in a few months, and uh, I got very upset. I was missing her. And, <laughs> uh, and she she's a regular, technically, normally a regular co-host. We try and get her on every month because, but she's such a busy, hustling professional. She's a sports nutritionist, not just any sports nutritionist, but she's based right here where I live in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. She's good friends and and just mutual healthy lifestyle colleagues between myself and our other regular co-host Dr. Megan Cannon the sports psychologist so again this young lady sports nutritionist knows her knows her way around uh, the aisles in the grocery store and the kitchen mind you from the photos I follow online So without (laughs) further ado welcome back to the show Aaron Sparrow
0: Hey, Scott. Thank you so much for having me back. Sorry. It's been a couple months. I've missed you too. You it's got been a, lot a little going busy.
1: On. You know, you're, like, <laughs> you're like power mom. You're out there like working with all these athletic teams. It, it's a thing. Like I th- you got a, a lot going on. It's
0: a whole big thing. Yeah. I yeah. keep <laughs> pretty busy.
1: And, and, and so, so we're airing this show in September of 2018. Yep. This is exciting. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff happening. Are you? I are, do. are you still? Besides just being workout buddies with Megan and and doing Ragnar's together, because uh, mm-hmm. we've talked about that. Actually, we just aired her second part uh, when she and I did the the like live over dinner at Core Life uh, double uh-huh. double episode session, and we talked a lot about what you guys did with the Ragnar uh, yeah. race up at Niagara Falls. So
0: I wasn't actually. I didn't get to do that one with her. The single mom life got a hold of me, and I couldn't I thought, go. Weren't you supposed to be on the team? I was supposed to be on the team, but I ended up having um, childcare stuff, and okay. I had to stay home with my kids. See, yep. I
1: love this. This is real. Like, okay, That is moms, real. My life is real. Moms <sighs> and dads, you know, the the single parents, or just you know, whatever. Like, schedules happen. It's uh huh. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm sorry you missed that, but you've yeah, done you've done Ragnar before, haven't you? Oh yeah, I've done seven of them. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I got it. One. I've only done one Ragnar, so you got me beat on that. So. <laughs> oh, in the interest of of a healthy episode today. Um, I was joking around before we started this show. We've had so much rain where we're living here, and um, that it's it's just been hard to get out and mountain bike. And I already knew from the past like two, three weeks of storms here in our local area. Aaron can can attest. There's been flooding and 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 just flooding. Just we'll just go with flooding. Squared. With
0: some flooding, yeah, <laughs> a little bit more flooding. And my, my
1: my local park here in Allentown is Jordan Creek Park, and I take care of the trails there with other volunteers. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to take our Calvin the Coonhound down here. He loves to howl at every freaking tree possible. He's, <laughs> the he's trees. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's like there's no squirrel in That's the a lot tree. Of howling. There's no squirrel in the tree, but let's go ahead and howl at it just in case. He's just, <laughs> I think I ball. think he howls just to hear his voice echoing. I think that's what he's doing. Awesome. I think he's listening to Probably. himself. I don't know. It's a thing. So normally i bike in, but I knew that the trails are super, super wet. The creek just started subsiding. Mm-hmm. It was twice. It's It was over the banks. The trails are a mess. I was like, I'm going to hike in my little backpack chainsaw because that's what I do. I'm weird like that. And sure enough, I found a nice trifecta of trees who collapsed on each other, blocking the trail. And then I spent three hours this morning playing with that. So that was fun.
0: Fun, yeah. Uh,
1: And all I did in the morning, you'll appreciate this, um, is I did my shot of olive oil for my Uh my healthy fats, and then I made my fatty coffee. um, Okay, do you use MCT or coconut? I actually went with heavy whipping cream. Oh, Oh. to change it up. (sighs) So yummy, yeah, right, yeah, so good, so (laughs) good. good. Oh, so good. So I got really excited for fatty coffee. Um, That's right, people. No sugar. Okay. When you get your body properly fat adapted and you remove the excess sugars from your life, you get to burn long and hot, meaning that Mm -hmm. hot energy cycle. And I am that guy. So
0: nice, nice fuel density. Right.
1: So, and that's all I did. So I went, I'm I'm finally starting to get hungry now. It is, let's see, that was from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. We're recording now approaching 1 p.m. And I decided real quick to bust out some of my lovely pilly nuts. I do. You're
0: constantly posting about those. You've got to hook me up with some. I've got I'm, to try them. I'm, I'm
1: going to place an order. You ha- wait after all this time us podcasting oh. together. You still haven't tried them. I have a discount code for our listeners.
0: <laughs> okay, sorry.
1: Okay. So listeners,
0: <laughs> friend, podcast host, fail.
1: Okay, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to put an order in. I have another friend who wants to try them. So I'm ordering extra. And I haven't oh, I haven't paid for them in a while because they ship me some free stuff every once in a while. So it pays to have a podcast, get some free snacks. So I,
0: anyway, I understand that. I'm going
1: <laughs> to eat some right now. So
0: You do that because don't tell a nutritionist you haven't eaten that long after that kind of a workload or you'll start to get a lecture even though you're burning healthy fats. You still well, got to replenish after you train.
1: I agree, but I also do a lot of intermittent fasting. So mm-hmm. I like to do an extended fast in the morning. And then I'd start crushing food the rest of the day. So, but that's my thing. But I've also been doing it a while. We've talked about that on past episodes you've been on, like ladies and gentlemen, I've got a little experience in this. Mm -hmm. So you don't just like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do what Scott did. I'm just going to wake up tomorrow morning, not do a shot of olive oil because everybody thinks that's crazy, but maybe I'll try the fatty coffee and then I'm just going to go as long as I can and see how I feel. Well, easier said than done. You gotta, yeah, you got to train your metabolism. Thank you. So yeah. like me, as you can hear, uh, my energy levels are amazing, and I sweated my butt off. Now, granted, before I went down there, I took a uh, – actually, my client – he's now a client, by the way. Uh, we've talked about Vinny Tortorich, who owns a trademark, mm-hmm. NSNG, No Sugar, No Grains. Mm-hmm. So his vitamin company, his he's obsessed with purity. He launched the purest electrolyte that I've ever seen because mm. it's made – with the ancient salts from the salt mines underneath Utah when Utah used to be an ocean or like whatever. Hmm. So it actually has their salts in that mine has more middle density than pink Himalayan sea salt.
0: Has he done assays on it? I'd love to see it.
1: I have like, no idea. Like a I just what? know that I, 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 I could text <laughs> you later, like a picture yeah. of it. It's on their website and stuff, but I could send you like the, the back of the bottle because they, they basically did the pure salts. Um, And a little magnesium and something else like that's it. So the beauty is, it's like everybody doesn't realize. Like I hydrate like crazy, but because I'm athletic and it's humid today, I was like, I know I'm gonna be down there sweating. Like I already took another one before the show because I'm like, it can't hurt. I'm just gonna sweat it out. So
0: big. Yeah, tip I like for hearing athletes. that.
1: So he he's up. They're actually sponsoring a race literally today as we're recording this in Exeter, California. It's called the Hell of a half marathon because it's really hot there like it's usually always over 100 degrees Fahrenheit and they just got <sighs> done sponsoring um the ultra race in Death Valley last month and mm. uh, w- with the same supplement they were they basically every single racer got that actually a couple weeks before the race so they could try it. No, and preload, no, yeah. Right. Well, and also just to you know, adapt the body, right? Because as a mm-hmm. nutritionist, would you agree when you're coming up on a race event You don't just magically try a new supplement that you've never put in your body before.
0: Nothing new on race day.
1: Because they gave it to you in your goodie bag when you showed up at registration.
0: (laughs) Nothing new on race day. Yes. Try it out. Can can
1: we say that again? Nothing Nothing new new on race race day. day.
0: Yeah. I have a friend who does that. She's, probably got one of the most sensitive stomachs and she's on our Ragnar team and she can't help herself. She, when we're at Ragnar and we're at these events, she's going around all these different booths, trying stuff. And I'm like, what? Are, and then later she's got a stomach ache. I'm like, dude, stop.
1: Nothing well, new on race day. Especially because a lot of the race events, they're being sponsored. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, a lot of these supplementations or endurance sports snacks are just loaded with sugar. Ugh. and. Uh-huh. And these syrups and corn syrups and everything Mm -hmm. else. It's like, that's going to jack your gut up. It
0: really can. There are times you need something high glycemic, but like those higher sugar things, there are times, but unfortunately they've been marketed to everybody. They have a place, but they're not great. They can really jack your stomach up, especially if that's all you're depending on for fuel on course, you're going to be in trouble.
1: So on that theme, because you and I briefly chatted before we hit record today. And we're going to try and do this like shorter power session where we break up and we're going to bang out like two two mini episodes today to help you with your okay. schedule because it's hard for us to catch up. Yep. Me- Megan's it's- liking it. So you hinted at the importance of discussing the seasonal sports shift mm-hmm. when it comes to nutrition. Well, mm-hmm. kind of what we just talked about was how I supplement or care about my nutrition in a spring event – compared to a fall event or a summer event is different for me. Um, Very much so.
0: Thermoregulation regulation and yeah. the, your body's core temperature, especially when it comes to hydration and absorbability of fuel from your gut, when your core temperature is higher, you have to alter how you fuel yourself. If there's too much sugar in your hydration, or too much sugar in your fueling, you tend to keep all that fuel and water in your gut and you end up with GI distress. So you need, want to pull back. Most people want to pull back on their sugar consumption on course. Well, let's just say most people should pull back on their sugar consumption. In general. Period. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: So <laughs> but what you're saying is the- stop drinking Gatorade. I have no problem calling them out on this show. Yeah. Terrible product. It's not, yeah. there's, it, it, it was. The this difficult. was twenty years ago. There was actually more electrolytes in it twenty years ago. Now yeah. it's just a watery sugar bomb.
0: It is, and it it's unfortunate. And the, the thing is, is, you know, when you work with a lot of schools and a lot um, of programs, there these bigger companies sponsor those programs. So that's when a lot of these athletes, that's all they have available to them. So that's the case. You know, hydration and electrolytes are better than none. Mm-hmm. So if all you have available to you is a Gatorade. That's better than nothing. But if you can get away from that sugar, you're going to hydrate yourself better. You're going to have less GI distress if you're consuming less sugar with your hydration. What Gatorade did was they tried to put fuel and hydration together rather than keeping them separate. And that can overstress the gut. So you want your hydration and your fueling to be different and separate. Um, It wasn't a bad thought to start with, but we didn't understand the digestive and the exercise physiology then that we do now.
1: Oh my God, and there's so much tied to your science gut health.
0: evolved so much, yeah. Oh. And, and just general health and our understanding of the impact and the negative impacts that sugars have on our system. And again, like I said, there are times, you know, if you're out on an Ironman course and you're out there for 17 hours, sometimes you've got to spike your blood sugar. You've got to get your sugar up because mm-hmm. you're taking out. Sometimes you need that. But somebody who's out for a couple of hours, you don't need that Sugar.
1: That's part of the frustration for me is that like men's health, women's health, all these different athletic magazines, they're coming out with different issues every month. And I and I think they do try and adapt the magazine depending on the time of year. I personally tell people to stop buying the magazines. I'm I'm no longer that magazine guy. But mm. that's just me because it's just it's all sponsored stuff. So there's there's money influencing what's going into the content, and I just mm-hmm. I, I, I read this stuff and I'm like, eh, yeah. that's not accurate, right? So to your point, it's like, okay, you're you're promoting this supplement or this snack bar in the winter or the spring, and now you're promoting this supplement, this snack bar in in, in the summer, for example. And whereas then you got companies like Gatorade who to say, oh, you can use this year round. But what you just gave us a hint on was that they're saying, oh, this is great for Ironman athletes, so it's going to be great for a 5K athlete. Or this is great for a pro football player or a rugby player, so this has got to be great for the kid football player. No. Mm-mm. These are extremely different spectrums
0: mm-hmm. of
1: athletic performance and sports, let alone the yeah. time of year, right?
0: Yeah. When you apply, and we were talking about you know, seasonal changes, there's so much. There's, there's a I break sport nutrition down into two different pieces of a puzzle. You've got your daily nutrition, what you kind of do every single day to support your basic foundational health. And then beyond that, you have the second piece, which is the sport periodized piece of the puzzle. And that piece of the puzzle, Scott, that changes for some athletes. It's day to day. It's hour to hour, how they're fueling their body to meet what they need. And then you have So if you were to take like the top level layer of it, you're looking at seasonal. Okay, what are you doing right now for your season? Are you in a build phase? Are you in a competitive phase? Are you in a recovery phase? Are you coming off of a heavy load season and you got to give your body some recovery time? That changes how you feel yourself. But then even within those individual seasons, if you're in a build phase, are you doing an aerobic heavy day or an anaerobic heavy day? Are you lifting hard? Are you recovering? All of that breaks down and how you feel yourself changes day to day and then if you throw on top of that seasonal stressors like the heat and the humidity mm-hmm. that changes things as well so you know I was listening to you tell me what you did this morning and instantly in my mind I'm going you saying he's he said he drinks a lot of water I hope he starts to mention electrolytes because right? he needs that. that right now with yeah. this intense heat Plus, we can't things, thermoregulate as well
1: these, these pilly nuts are by the way covered in uh, coconut oil and Himalayan sea salt I will definitely get you nice. some of these don't worry so <laughs> okay. th- these, this is This is my crack, um, my health crack. Um, yeah.
0: Salt's one of those things. I'm, you know, for a long time, a we've had to talk people off the ledge with fats for years. And now I find myself, especially with athletes, having to talk people off the ledge with salt. Our nervous system, our heart would not beat if we didn't have enough sodium in our mm-hmm. system. Sodium is not the devil. It is. It can be bad for you if you have hypertension, if you've got diagnosed hypertension. But if you are an athlete, you need more sodium. Do
1: you remember when, when... Oh, God, is it last year or was it 2016? But remember when I had you, and then I had Dr. Anthony J., and then I had the paleocardiologist, Dr. Wolfson. We had three back-to-back shows we aired, ripping on AHA,
0: oh, yeah, when the, the, the president
1: Party's- of AHA released that completely erroneous article about how coconut oil, coconut oil. is unhealthy. Yeah. So that's just one example. But then it's also the AHA that has spent years publishing content around how excessive salt is not good for all that. And like, guys, mm-hmm. like the body is 70 plus percent water. Mm-hmm. You, and we, we regulate we our we osmotic regulate. pressures
0: with sodium and potassium. Yeah. Our nervous system operates with sodium and potassium. <laughs> if we don't have them, it doesn't work. But that, that being said, we do, as a society, consume way too much processed foods, which mm. are loaded with too much salt. And then you have a set of lifestyle, with too much salt? the processed foods, because it's a preservative.
1: Thank you. There we go. So important reminder, guys, like she's hinting if you're eating a lot of processed food, which mm-hmm. unfortunately a lot of people are. Me? No. I've, I've had athletes
0: this, yeah. who switched to clean eating And they're like, I'm cramping. I'm cramping. I'm like, you've got to start salting your food more. They're like, salt. I'm like, you have to start adding it. You've removed all these processed foods. You may need to intentionally add salt so that you stop cramping. And they're 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 going for the potassium. They're eating the bananas because that's what people go to. But we use more sodium than we do the other electrolytes. Well, admittedly, I processed foods. You might be cramping because of it.
1: As an endurance athlete, I was obsessed with the banana thing. Like every Mm -hmm. running event and cycling event had bananas. Well, Mm -hmm. for the past, well, now it's over a year. You know, I went hardcore this into this trying to test, reprogram my body, and I wanted to test how it performed, cutting as much of the excessive sugar out, Mm -hmm. and just to see how the because the body literally will produce what it needs and Mm -hmm.
0: metabolic flexibility. Yeah. Yep.
1: And so I I don't like people don't realize that the glycemic index of, of a banana is really up there. So, mm-hmm. but people are like, oh, what's well, potassium? I'm like, do you know how many other amazing sources you can get for potassium? Avocados. I love avocados, and it is a fatty fruit, healthy mm. fats, healthy mm-hmm. fats,
0: loaded with healthy fats. I'm not anti-banana, but I'm not like eat all the bananas. I mean, there's yeah. times when I, they can be really beneficial, but it's
1: well portion control. To your point, right? Seasonal shift. Mm-hmm. Would you say okay? I'm not. I, again. I this is me. I'm I'm very extreme. So if I'm baby stepping somebody and I'm not, you're, you're the professional. So I'm just coaching people. <laughs> uh, I tell people always, always go to the experts. But in the end, mm-hmm. would you agree that from a glycemic perspective, if you're consuming bananas and you're just an average person, average athlete, and you may shift the answer depending on the time of the year mm-hmm. or what
0: they just did, right?
1: A banana, the entire piece of fruit is actually too much of a serving. I, I I've read, yeah. or, I've done a lot of research, and like really half of the banana is all you need if you did something athletic to justify it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes.
0: Periodizing your carbohydrates. Okay, let's break it. So periodizing your carbohydrates, you want to stack your carbohydrates, the higher glycemic carbohydrates, a little bit more pre, a little bit more post. If you're a woman, you need a little bit more because we have to, we don't, we just need a little bit more carbohydrate in our recovery. So, hmm. um, but yeah, to your point, a half a banana is plenty or, and I always encourage my clients, you know, we as consumers tend to go for the bigger bananas. We like to get that idea that we're getting this like, Ganga deal or whatever but go for the smaller portion you don't need the larger bananas and if you're getting the larger bananas just consume half of it and then when you're consuming it have it with proteins and fats in recovery i only like proteins pre not fats pre but in recovery and why are you adding and proteins fats? and fats to decrease the glycemic effect of the banana so that because you're not fats balance your the sugar right and so do the proteins it decreases the glycemic effect
1: there we go see yep. you're hearing all kinds of hacks today people it's Yep. That- it, the, the sad thing is, maybe I should not be using the word hack. I think it's overly used, and let me correct myself. This shouldn't be a hack. This is really Nutrition 101. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, people don't realize that they're consuming so much sugar, or at, back to our earlier point, so many manufactured foods, not with healthy salt sources, because they're just jacked full of preservatives for shelf life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why. Sugar and salt. Yep. Yeah. So... I would rather cut all the manufactured foods, cut the excessive, because again, that's the other problem with that those types of foods too, is they do have a lot of sugar and a lot of uh, salt incorporated in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you can't always buy fresh whole food all the time, right? But there is a better choice to be made from time to time. We still, mm-hmm. You and I still need to go do a live shopping episode. That's Oh yeah. yeah, I'm down
0: for that. Let's make that be a thing.
1: That has to be a priority because like, I'd love to, because like, I'm such a minimalist when I shop, I'd be just Mm -hmm. intrigued to see how you and I would shop differently. Um, Yeah, because I I have to feed
0: little people. I still have kids that I have to keep happy and they don't eat as much as people would like to think that because they're the children of a nutritionist, they're also normal human beings (laughs) and they have their own opinions and they don't, they do not eat kale willingly. So (laughs) they are normal. So I have to adapt.
1: You got to adapt. Um, Got to
0: work with reality.
1: Yeah, you, know, you don't need to reward them with like a bowl of Count Chocula. Oh, um, no. no, I don't know what. I, I ate that when I was a kid.
0: Me too, and Booberry. Yeah, yeah, and, and,
1: and uh, what was the what was the pink one? Frankenberry.
0: Oh, oh, I didn't oh. eat the pink one. No, No, I ate ate the blue and the chocolate. The
1: the Frankenberry had like a strawberry. Well, I thought it was strawberry. That was just a chemical connotation that that made me think it was strawberry. Like I I, I think think back now and I'm like, dear God, like I was eating such manufactured junk when when I grew up on a farm. Like my parents Mm. made eggs and bacon all the time. And now that's all I eat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know it's, you know, there's a, as a mom, you know, and a human being, there's a balance to all of this. You don't want to create an unhealthy or a fearful relationship with food. And I don't want to do that to my kids. Mm-hmm. So they get, they have stuff like that. They, I've never bought that kind of cereal, honestly, yeah. but they have other things like cookies or ice cream. I'll make homemade cookies. I'll make homemade brownies. So, Are, are like you that.
1: adapting this equation to them as well? The whole daily? Cause I mean, they're kids, but I'm sure you mm-hmm. probably have athletic kids. So do you have to do the whole daily versus sport periodization piece too?
0: Um, gosh, that's a great question. You know, my, my oldest is not so athletic anymore. Um, My middle guy, yes, he's the one that keeps me hopping. And he honestly, he's a puzzling one, to be totally fair. And I I have a lot of I work with a lot of teenage athletes. So I have a lot of empathy for the parents trying to do the best that they can for their kids, because kids Mm -hmm. don't always comply. And he's one that doesn't eat. My middle guy, he's my most active, but he he doesn't eat breakfast. He'll leave. He won't eat breakfast. And so I've had to adapt his world and prep his world so that he has food and fuel available when he's willing to eat. So he has shakes it like organ shakes in his locker. He's got beef jerky in his locker. He's got peanuts in his locker. He's got all these foods so that he can grab and assemble fuelings on a regular basis. And I've had to educate him how to do that because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to eat the school food and he doesn't pack Unless, a lunch. That's a whole so different I've had podcast. to create <laughs> healthy islands for him and his world. So he will eat
1: Ooh, so healthy islands. I like that. <laughs> okay. So with the healthy islands, how would you tie that back to your, this important point on this seasonal shift in sports, mm-hmm. right? Because would you say your healthy islands that an athlete should be setting aside is also going to differ in the spring, summer, winter?
0: You know, this is a huge thing I feel, especially with student athletes going back to school right now. They're... They're right now they're at home. A lot of them are doing preseason training. So they've got two a days. They've got the heavy training loads right now. And but they've got readily accessible food at home continually whenever they want it. They're about to go to school and that's about to change. And some of them will have lunch at 10 a.m. and practice at three. So their schedules are gonna start to get a little nutty. So right now I'm spending a lot of time with my athletes encouraging them to think ahead. And start prepping ahead and planning ahead and creating these healthy islands for themselves stock your locker stock your backpack put things in your training bag so that you have fuel available when you need it and then coaching them through if they pack a lunch what to pack if they eat at the cafeteria what to try and grab to assemble good fueling which is hard to do honestly with school cafeterias but um if i can get them to pack i prefer them to pack but Creating these healthy islands, especially with these student athletes, even college, because I'll have some of my college athletes, my my wrestlers out at Lehigh, they'll be have lunch at noon, and then a lot of times they have labs right up until they have to practice. So they've got like a four or five hour window where they don't get to have a chance to have any fuel.
1: And a lot of people trying to
0: make sure we get those islands met, so when they're between a class, they have something that
1: they can eat really quick. That's why I mean, I again, if I was back in school. And I knew what I know now. Like I, I'm a gear guy. Like I, instead of getting a traditional like backpack or duffel bag, usually in college and university, you're you probably are a gear person. We've had oh, this
0: conversation before.
1: It, it's obsessive. It's obsessive.
0: It's <laughs> like, all about the toys. Quick,
1: quick pause. Quick pause. Tra- okay. Traditionally, this mug just had a regular lid. On this mug. Okay. But then I found out that they released a two and one, so now I can drink right out of it. I just, I just added this on yesterday. So I was like, Yeti is awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I have my first Yeti. I love it. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. Although that was like a $15 upgrade, but <laughs> I use this mug all the time because I have it branded and I'm like, you know, but before it was always wide mouth and I'd spill all over myself driving down the road. Yeah. Now it's more sport friendly. So latest gear. Yeah,
0: The upgrade. wide mouth. Ma- that's for, that is really cool. The wide mouth. Mm-mm.
1: Right. There you yeah.
0: go. Yep. Sorry. I would be wearing it 90% of the time.
1: All of this stuff is linked, ladies and gentlemen, on my Amazon influencer page, which is now linked from the website. So if you see an Amazon banner on LiveTheField.com, it takes you to my influencer page. All the gear that I buy now gets tagged on there. So, nice. And if you want to support the show, smart man. Go. I've never asked for sponsorship. I was like, I tell people now, if you love the show and you want to send me a couple of pennies, Amazon will take. It has. You are not paying any more. But when you when you use my banner before you go shopping on Amazon and whatever you buy, because you clicked through the banner on my site, whether you buy the stuff off the influencer page or whatever, it's like they give you a tiny little taste. And mm-hmm. it's like, hey, thank you, Scott, for driving traffic to Amazon. Well, mm-hmm. let's be real. You got, everybody's going to go on Amazon anyway. So it's, but it's like, hey, like, yeah. hook us up. Like, because it cost me a lot of money to run this show, but I've just never asked for any help. And I was like, well, if I can get a few pennies, that'd be nice to help pay for improvements of the show and stuff, but in the end, I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to buy it anyway. Again, and it
0: helps people too. It cuts out the, it gives, you know, you suggest products, you give ideas and then people can find it easily rather than oh, having- I am
1: the gear tester. Like, trust me, if I'm recommending a piece <laughs> of gear, I am anal. I will test the crap out of things. <laughs> okay. So, um, yes. So anyway, back on point. All right. Um, I, I wish, I, I wish I would have had access to what, like you're just talking about packing a lunch or packing mm-hmm. your food before you leave the house. First of all, so much more cost effective. If you're mm-hmm. trying to buy stuff on the go, costs so much more. Uh, it may not mm-hmm. be as fresh. At least, you know, from home how to source stuff, but man, I wish I would have had a, a, a meal prep backpack that I have mm-hmm. access to now. Like now when I go to the, if I'm doing a, a weekend co- CrossFit competition or something like that, trust me. I got the gear, man. I'm there. I got all my food prepped out in my Tupperware Good. and and it's yeah. my, my, my duffel bag or my backpack. And
0: it is and, such a liability relying on restaurants and other food when you have competition. You need to eat what your body's used to eating. And so many athletes go away and they they eat at a restaurant and they just don't feel right. Yeah, totally. And especially if you've done I a great job
1: a cleaning up the excess sugar. Like you, mm-hmm. I'm, the restaurants don't. The biggest thing I teach people: is salad dressing. Oh, my God. One of the most processed things. Most restaurants do not make their own salad dressing. And if they are, they're going to add sugar into that because that's what, like— They're trying to appeal to your palate. They're getting you hooked.
0: They're not there to make you healthy. Not all restaurants. There are some that have changed their business model.
1: Oh, that core life is awesome.
0: Yeah. But they're there to to make you feel indulged and happy and enjoy your meal. And it's not about making you healthy. So, yeah, adding sugars is definitely one of the ways.
1: They want you to come back for more. Uh, but again, most restaurants, they're buying their ranch and blue cheese and all those salad dressings that have already been mass manufactured because it's cheaper for overhead mm-hmm. costs. The problem with all of those things is that they're, they're riddled with something very, very not good for your health, which is corn syrup. Oh, um, yeah, vegetable, Vegetable-based oils, mm-hmm. not good for us. Okay? Ooh,
0: I make all of my own salad dressings, and I've gotten to be such a salad snob at this point because – I don't like other people's salads as much as, except for Core Life. Shout out to Core Life. They've got good stuff. They've got good stuff. I go other places and even Whole Foods. I'm like, yeah, my salad dressings are better.
1: I don't don't even use dressing. I mean, you've heard me preach about Villa Capelli olive oil from Italy. Mm -hmm. Oh Mm -hmm. my God, the peppery finish on that olive oil, the stuff I take shots of every morning. That's all I put on. I just, Mm. I put that on the salad. I like
0: like that tang of the vinegar too.
1: Well, okay, if you're using, not ladies and gentlemen, not balsamic vinegar, because that is a, actually, we don't realize balsamic vinegar is actually sweetened, or it, it's because of it that process. It does have sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, a red wine vinegar, for example, is sourced differently, and made differently. Mm-hmm. So, that's a great little hack, too. So, mm-hmm. um Well, listen, listen, we're doing these short power episodes. I, it's weird. Like, we're going to adapt to this. But I think it's important. Like, we hit on, when you're doing your nutrition, you know, daily is different than obviously what's required for sport periodization. Yeah. Um,
0: Daily is your foundation. The sport periodization that changes with what you're doing day to day and within your training cycle. Okay.
1: And then love the create healthy islands, whether we're talking about kids or collegiate athletes, right?
0: Or even adults. When you're at the office, set up your environment for success. Have healthy snacks at the office so you don't go to the donuts and bagels.
1: Ooh, yes. Like having – you're going to the grocery store already. Like, what what kind of yeah. fun, healthy snacks do you have access to? Because if you don't have access to that healthy island, and then all of a sudden, because you haven't gotten off the sugar train yet, you're gonna have mm-hmm. those spikes, and all of a sudden, you're feeling the hunger because that's what the uh, the, and the balance with a
0: plate of donuts,
1: right? Mm-hmm. But if I got a if I got a bag of as minimal sugar as possible jerky, for example, I have like one or two pieces of jerky good, right? That's the, the fats and the proteins. I'm satiated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That sugary battle between leptin and ghrelin hormones that are the mm-hmm. hunger hormones is actually mm-hmm. subsided. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good.
0: It is good. So we can dive into the podcast number two. What are we think? Like a little preview. I'm thinking helping people with some tools to create those islands and plan mm-hmm. ahead and prep ahead.
1: I'm liking this. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, thanks for having fun with this new shorter format. Like I said, we, we hit on daily foundation, your sport periodization, creating healthy islands. So stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to dig in deeper and do much more of a deep dive because that's what Erin does. She's good at this. So again, ladies and gentlemen, you can find her online. I'm going to do some screen sharing real quick for the video feed. Instagram is always awesome for image. Oh, there's my
0: kid's art. Right.
1: I like, (laughs) oh, Oh, they made that.
0: Yeah, that was my 12 year old did that.
1: Okay, I, I can't even do that. That's actually pretty impressive.
0: He's really talented. Wow! I'm sorry, mom, proud mom moment.
1: Okay, so Instagram. <laughs> uh, if you want to go check out her kids' art, you want to check out coconut oil. you check checking out her uh, her son's. Look at like they're cooking there. Oh, Erin mm-hmm. picked up her first road bike. I'm very excited for you for your triathlon training. Yeah, um, but. Again, pull training. You can see her lifestyle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your kid is an artist because that Spider-Man mm-hmm. one is awesome. So
0: You should see the Joker Batman. I'll text it over to you next. He just did that the other day. It's insane. I mean, He's 12.
1: Sorry. 12? Proud mom moment
0: again. 12? He's 12. Wow. 12. Okay.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, besides <laughs> having a very artistic child, uh, but she, her, her Instagram feed is always sharing nice little healthy snacks meals i know you do some of these occasional cooking events at that one mm-hmm. olive oil store and stuff so you share mm-hmm. stuff from that event so again make sure you follow her at aaron sparrow so e-r-i-n-s-p-a-r-r-o-l-d all of this will be linked in the show notes same thing on facebook you can find her at uh aaron smith sparrowed uh, mm-hmm. on facebook as well so again ladies and gentlemen our regular sports nutritionist co-host rocking the mic once again, tune in to the next episode. We're going to dig deeper into the stuff, but again, this is what the show is all about. We're trying to help you guys balance your health, your business, your lifestyle. Nutrition is such a crucial foundation. So she dropped the mic as always. Thanks for tuning in. Listen to the next episode, follow me. her at Aaron Sparrow. And again, we're here to fuel your health, business lifestyle. So you too can <laughs> live the fuel. Let's do this. Talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to LiveTheFuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them, you got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and EPilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfuel.com, click on the Supporter Brands section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously as it says. It's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors i have actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business and lifestyle directed sections. And I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find, live the fuel, and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please, submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc. Remember, podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So, if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So, again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content take it as such but please see your professionals thanks for listening gang talk to you guys again soon
0: thank you for subscribing to live the fuel stay connected on facebook twitter and instagram at live the fuel and remember you too can live the fuel so please visit us at live the